BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, guys, it's time to pour it out. Dracarys, bitches. This, why don't laugh? Don't laugh. Don't laugh. What? This is um, a very special episode of the monthly podcast that I'm doing, a monthly podcast episode, Pour It Out, where I get to connect with you guys, with the listeners. And I have listened to so many voicemails over the last week and so many of them are interesting and I narrowed them down to like ones that I think would be great for my very very special guest the most special guest I could ever have this person is is he is he is the bell of any ball he is funny. He is charismatic. He light up, lights up any room he walks into. He's just an energy of love and light at all times. And he just really, he just, he, he loves the Rams. He has and, abs. And me and Hartford. But really, he, <laughs> he's not love and light all the time. He is also a moody pants. He's a Pisces. So like he's emotional and like, you know, whatever. But like, I'm also a moody pants. So, and so is Hartford. This whole household is moody pants central. Anyway, my, God, this is so crazy because yeah, yeah we've been doing, we've been doing a podcast together for two, almost two years now. Um, the Good, The Bad, The Baby, which we still do every week on Patreon. If you want to go and listen to it, go to patreon.com slash Stassi. There are so many episodes for you to catch up on because we've been doing podcasts that are basically like it's like a little it's like a reality show of our life over the last Mm -hmm. couple of years and there's lots of video content and and things like that like house tours us cooking in we're both cooking in the kitchen (laughs) like uh, us like going places it's just lots of stuff so if you want to see that you can go see that on patreon but This is the first time I am podcasting like full-blown publicly with my now husband, Bo Clark. Yes. Because the last time that we podcasted together on Straight Up With Stassi, that was when like shit was getting real scary in like the early months of COVID. Was it? I thought, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. For some reason in my head, I just had your old, um, I just had your old 
apartment with the glass table and we were looking at each other. That. Then we did it on tour. We would podcast on tour. Right. And then when we got here and because we all had to 2020, we all had to just race home and stay in home. And I'm like, can you podcast with me? Let's talk about how scared we are. Let's talk about like, what do we do? We need hobbies. Like I've watched like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or whatever of New York. Three hundred. Yeah, times. and Contagion through. Like I, I don't know what to talk about anymore. Yeah, that was the last time that you podcasted yeah. with me. So well, welcome, good. welcome back to the show. It's good to be back, Stassi. Welcome, Thanks for inviting me. They, welcome back to the oh show. Oh my goodness! You know I'm going to rotate you every now and then for this portion of Straight Up with Stassi because I feel like when people call in and have questions, a lot of them are 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 questions that I'm like, oh, I need a man's perspective on this too, like. I can't. I think that this is this isn't a question for just the ladies. Yeah, sure. Just you know, put it in the calendar so I can be mentally prepared. Yeah. For this. No, last night don't, I warned. Don't spring it on me like you did today. No, last night I warned him, and I was like, "You realize that like you think we've been podcasting for two years, but like this is actually the first time people are hearing from you. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure whatsoever. Pressure. pressure. Yeah. Obvs. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> okay. So do you want, I mean, do you want to say, do you, how, how are you? I'm, I'm really good. How are you? I'm so good. Do you want to like tell the listeners anything you want to, I mean, you, you have to, again, this is the first time anyone's uh, well, people you, are you, hearing you from you. You can't do that because I, I wouldn't plan anything. Okay. Um, I'm, how has your I'm day been? My day I'm was a... great. <laughs> I woke up and I got up early to, to wash my, my Subaru Outback. Yes. That he, um, <laughs> souped up. Is that what you call it? Souped up? He, I don't know. I guess you can call it whatever you I mean, want to he's, call it. He used to talk on on my on the podcast all the time about how his like the car that like he wants more than anything is a Subaru Outback. Like this was like 2019 podcast episodes. See, I was already planning for our family. You see, you're a manifester too. You know, it's like I, I was I was like, we're gonna have a child and I need to find a safe vehicle. And now that I've got it all souped up. Now I want a minivan. I want to sell that right now and buy a minivan. But can you explain how it's souped up? I lifted it, which means I made it higher. Okay. And I put on like big Jeep off-road tires and big outdoor lights that I'll never go into nature with it. But it just, it'll look cool when it's parked at Target when I'm picking up diapers. <laughs> and um, can you talk about how you blacked out the Subaru sign and how everyone on your, because... Bo joined a Subaru Facebook group where like people get to, to chat about their Subarus. Yes, like I did. Who knew there was a Subaru Facebook group? I guess there's like Facebook groups for everything. There, there's Facebook groups. Remember back but, in the day when we were on 90 Day Fiance uh, Facebook groups? Yeah, but like that makes yeah, sense. Like television true. show Facebook groups, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, but like sense. A, you literally went out of your way. To log into Facebook mm-hmm. to be like, I think I want to join a Subaru Facebook well, group. Because I have a Jeep. I'm on a Jeep Facebook group as well for my Jeep. And then so I was like, I wonder if they have one for the Outback. And do they? Yes, they do. They have a whole crap load. Who knew? I, I know. But remember what you told me? What I'm trying to like get at is and because I, I don't know if I remember this story correctly. Okay. So you'll have to really tell it. Didn't you post a photo of your Subaru and everyone started like trolling you and attacking you and like. Literally trying to cancel you, not no, meaning not like you as a person, but being like, you suck. Why did you take off the Subaru sign? Why'd you yeah. cover the Subaru? Yeah. The Su- 
It was super because I took I I got I got a, you call it a wrap where I like wrapped all the chrome and all the emblems and then there's emblems that are not like Subaru or they say things I just took them off and I cut them off with a knife and made it look nice so there's no emblems so on no it so no one wouldn't and even people, know what kind of car it is there is no emblem for the Subaru yeah or the or anything and everyone's <laughs> like well why why did you do that and I was like well because if you if you, it's called debadging I'm taking the badges off so if you're going to do it you do everything and then they're like yeah but it's about the brand there's the heart of like the stars and everything with the emblem and what it really means to be a Subi owner and I was like I don't know what this means and then it was like a full on like I think there was at least about 47 comments of of like some people are like to each his own. Why is all the negativity, bro? <laughs> Have you seen there, I got to show you this one like Instagram video of like this this dude and he's talking about Subies, but it's like all this. Did you say Subie? Subie. Hold on. That's did what they just, call it. They're like, you don't like you, the Subies? And I'm like, if you're if you're a proud owner of an Outback, why are you going to like do this? And then I started looking at all the photos and I'm talking like a like a 20 year old surfer. But all these people, I feel like I'm the youngest person in this Subaru Outback Facebook group because everyone is like old. <laughs> old and i'm just like wait these people are like trolling me and they're like it like this dude looks like he's 70 <laughs> he's 70 and then i'm just like whatever but it, it was yeah i got trolled of because i took off the emblems whatever. it's like it's like buying a, a chanel bag and taking off the c's well, see, which like i kind of feel like it's, it's a power move i did no. that you know you know power move True, because it's like you don't need to, you know, that you're I don't need old. it. I just like the way that the Chanel bag looks so much that I don't want the logo. I don't need the logo on it. I just love the Chanel bag the way that it is. Rip it off. That's what you did. Power move. You know what else I did? Remember that? You have a fancy bag. You have an old, like, vintage what fancy. I, no, it's not Chanel that you, that I took from you because it was, like, ripped. Oh, the, uh, um, yeah. The Louis Vuitton. The Louis, Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Yeah. And you one. had an old one and, like, the zipper was broken. You're like, well, I, I guess I'm just going to, like, donate it or something. I'm like, no, I'm going to take it to, like, a leather store. And then I got a new zipper for it. And then I got paint markers and I drew all over the bag, the duffel bag. Yeah. And people, I think, would probably be like, that was really dumb because that's still an expensive bag. But I made it my own. Yeah. No. Take off that Chanel bag. Is it worth anything? Probably, yeah. But paint, mar <laughs> paint marker, a Louis, Louis, why can't I say Louis that? Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. It's like I don't so know why easy. I just go, because Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Because I know the I way that it, the, the, the letters yeah. write one after each other, it looks like it could be Louis Vuitton. My brain comes out. Yeah, so that's cool. it. So a little update happened. on Bo. He is a dad and has a, a Subaru <laughs> that has zero logos on it, and he's getting trolled for it. So there's uh, that. Should we get into the questions? Let's do this. Let's listen to the first one. Hi, Sassy. I want some uh, relationship advice on help with my husband. Um, so... Not to brag, but he is in his mid-30s and has a full head of hair still. Um, he does struggle because his hair is so thick with, like, how to style it. So he's always tried different products. And lately, he has fallen in love with a sea salt texture spray. And he loves the way it makes his hair look. I absolutely hate the way it makes him smell. It's just straight salt and it makes him smell like a fried egg or something. And so every time he walks by to see a hug, I'm just like, oh, fried egg. So should I expect him to try to find another hair product that works? Or am I just supposed to learn to love being around a fried egg? Thank you. 
<laughs> okay. Wow. I thought that one was good. I don't know. It was just so specific that I'm like, I we got we got to include this one. It's the fried egg of it all. Like really, that's that's really what made this question. Who my first of all? I have so many thoughts. Who decided to put out a sea salt spray that smells like a fried egg? Well, maybe they, it's a sea salt spray that they didn't know it smells like a fried egg because you know what? Hey, my hair looks great when I when I go into the ocean and come out and it just stays all salty. Yeah, and it's you know it fluffs off. It's perfect. Yeah. So maybe that's the no, that's like, what the creators were originally yeah, trying to. No, I know. Like, but like I know what sea salt spray is. Like I've used it a bunch before. Like it's like a popular thing. Oh, okay. I didn't so what? Why? Why? Why make one that smells like a butthole? <laughs> Well, but I just don't get it. Does it don't smell like buttholes? Sometimes they do. No, that's boiled eggs. There's a big <laughs> difference. Excuse me. It is because since <laughs> I am the cook of the house, I'm the one who knows what a fried egg mitt is. Okay. Also, it's like you could counteract that with maybe like, what if you get like bacon cologne and then he just always smells like brunch? Okay. Not <laughs> serving any answers, no, not I know, giving I know, any but answers. It's just. It's just yeah okay so no but a real answer that but it, it's, it's just it's strange that it's the fried no. it's the fried egg this is the thing like there is only one answer to this question like i'm literally was trying to imagine because it kind of sounded like you granted you're not 30 sorry but you're not but you have a great hair uh, but you still for some reason worry about your hair yeah. so like it, it would be like if you got this sea salt spray started using it and if I found that it smelled like, I mean, I kind of like the smell of fried egg, I guess. If because now if we're you talking, just said it, it smelled like a butthole. Well, I just realized that you you corrected me, and you're right. It's boiled eggs that smell like yeah. that. But like fried egg, I'm like trying to think. Like whatever. A, anyway, if it smelled bad, if it was a smell that I didn't like, I would just literally right away. But I don't know how this this gem of a human being has been able to like keep quiet so long. I would have to say something right away. I'd be like, "Yo, Bo." Time to find a new sea salt spray. Like, the, it's, but isn't there it's like just a way not that the, you could get like some type of like, you know, like additive, like to counteract? No, the just spray? find a new sea salt spray. But what if, you know, you, you know, that tanner that you used to love? You could never find that tanner again. What if this is his favorite no, thing there, that you can try to find something to at least counteract the smell? No, there are so many products out there. I mean, we are just like inundated with like new beauty products, True. skincare, hair care, makeup, tanner, all of it, firming lotions, like literally all the time. It feels like every single freaking influencer has a brand of some sort of beauty product. Guarantee there are over 200 and that's low. I'm, I'm going low. Sea, brands of sea salt spray so time to just like move and find a new one yeah, like i guess honesty is gonna have to be the, the you're just gonna have to tell them but like that. i just I, i'm just shocked that like i could like, i just i could never not tell you i'd be like yo that smells like shit and then you yeah. you would probably be like oh then i'm not gonna use it anymore yeah 100 because be you like, want me to have sex with you so like <laughs> like Trust me, that that hair product will be gone. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's all you have to say. Sex or hair product. Like, sex or hair I product. I love the way that you smell, but like this sea salt spray is making me not want to have sex with you. So, or, or you can go and find some competitors of of the thing 
and give him options when you tell him his it stinks. Yeah, look so at then yeah. you have something to, instead of just, just coming in hot. Do your research and, first. Mm-hmm. Do your research first. Look at the ingredients and try and find something that contains the same ingredients so that you have something to present to him. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I would just go like this yeah, is a so salt you... thing and that's a salt thing. Okay, this is the same thing. <laughs> look, I put some salt <laughs> in some water and I shook it up. Yeah. <laughs> try this instead. <laughs> I mean, I do showers like that, so who knows? But yeah, I think just find the like competitors or different different brand with a different label, and then you smell it. I just and then give it to him. You smell true, it yeah, first. Yeah, make sure you smell it first. I just think that like it, it, I love how at the end of the question she's like, "Is this something that you know like I should I should just deal with and buck up?" Like as if like this is like a serious marital issue. I wonder if you it, know like like should I pick and choose my battles? This is a battle you choose. This is the this is. This is the battle. Choose this battle. Too bad they don't smell like French fries, because I think he would have been okay if it was like a, if it smelled like French fries. We're not was, bacon, French fries. No, all I know. these. I'm just we, thinking of fried it, things. Okay. But yeah, just tell him. Yeah, you got to tell him. You need to live your life, and you need to be happy in your own life. So like your senses, your sense, your sense of smell matters too. Okay. Next question, and good luck. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. My name is Selena, and I'm from San Francisco, California, the Bay Area. I am so freaking happy for you. And, you know, I'm so happy you're back. And cheers, girl, cheers. Um, I wanted to talk to you and whoever else is listening. I am contemplating on having my second baby. But, of course, the stress is work. Am I ever going to go back to work? Am I ever going to, you know, be accommodated to when I go back to work? Just the fear of already taking days off when my son is sick gives me so much anxiety. What are your fears when it comes to having a second child? Do you have any? Please help. Help me. All right, girl. Oh, my God. I feel like this woman is literally in my brain. No, like fully in my brain. Did she say her name? Selena. Selena. Selena is in my brain right now because I want more children. Uh, I've been, I feel like I've been vocal about that. But I also have made so, I've been making so many excuses as to why that can't happen. Like I'm, I'm scared because of so many different reasons. And I know you are too. So I felt like this was a good question for you, because I know you're scared of also having a second child. Um, and I feel her on the like the going back to work thing. Like she already like feels feels anxiety and and feels bad when she has to leave her current child. So then would she be able to go back to work with a second baby? And when I tell you, I think about this all the time. Like, will I Will will I be able to work? Well, and and granted, my I don't know what this person's what Selena's career is, but well, what will that? How will having a second baby affect my life? Because I feel like we've we've at least our generation we've grown up thinking that like if you have a baby, your work life takes a backseat, like or people aren't as interest just in the entertainment industry people aren't as interested in you because you're now having kids like it takes nine to 10 months to like have the kid, then the recovering and all that. And there's so much 
time away that would have been spent on work that it's 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 scary for people in my industry also as then it's scary in a different way for people that have to go to an office or go to can't leave their house like have to literally leave their baby like i feel every single one of those fears but when i think about and i don't know if this will like ease selena's pain or anyone else who's thinking about having a second baby but when i think about like at the end of my life like what is it that i am going to be most proud of and what is it that that or and what is it also that i would have regretted and if i'm like on my deathbed and i didn't have or tried to have as many kids as I could, like, even if it's just one or two, whatever. But like, I would regret not trying for that. That would be my major regret. I would never look back and be like, I really regret that like I um, uh, had a baby and like didn't go on a reality show. Or like, I really regret that like, I I didn't make that promotion. I I really regret that like, I you know, didn't own my own company, like, or like, I, no, I would regret that I didn't have family. Cause like family is fucking everything. And, and like, it truly is love family being surrounded by your loved ones. Like it's just like, so every time I get scared, I'm like, but there's nothing more important than family in my, in my open in. I mean, I have, I have lots of fears. No, yeah, Bo has way more than I do. I have lots of fears because it's But like, like women are the tougher sex. Let's just be real. I, I, I'm not <laughs> saying no to that. I have just the same thing. Fears of of working, fears of, you know, helping provide, fears of, you know, being able to, you know, put the same amount of love for the first child and the second child. There's yeah. there's there's so many fears that I have, but again, I always think that things will fall into place and they will somewhat work out or fully work out. And I don't know, I can't express that love thing for having two children because I don't have two children. It's like when your mom, I mean, we asked your mom that she's like, it's just there. It just, that type of love just forms, you know? So I, there's those fears of like, what if I love the second one more or the third or the second, you know? And it's like, I don't know, but I'm like, I can't get in. I can't stress out about that because it's like, it hasn't happened. So the fear is holding you back, but then it goes to the point where it's like, you know, five years from now, everything could be great, you know, and work could happen. So it's like, I just think that like human beings adapt to whatever like (laughs) happens. Like if you were to imagine two years ago, if like someone would have said or have a few years ago, there's going to be a worldwide pandemic and we're all going to collectively suffer. A lot of us are going to lose loved loved ones. A lot of us are going to lose our jobs. Um, we're, you're going to be stuck inside your home. You're not going to be able to see your friends and family for a very long time. Like we would have all like started losing our fucking minds, losing yeah. our minds being like, no, th- it's impossible. I will never be able to, to, to like tackle that. I'll never be able to get over that hurdle. Like, no. Like, but we do, you find a way to adapt, you find a way to make everything work and having a second baby while it's scary. It's like, 
you end up fine. You, you find a way to yeah. make it work. You find a way to make it work. And I don't feel like anyone's ever like, damn, I really regret that baby. Yeah. <laughs> like really? Yeah. I don't really feel like when the baby is born and you have a child, I, I don't feel like people are like, yep, could have done without you. You know, when it's like five years old, like, I just don't think that's like a thing. No. Human beings are the greatest gift. Yeah. It's like, you, there's, there, there's going to be that fear, but you just can't, you just can't rest in it. I mean, sometimes you know? I look at Hartford and I'm like, when she's being an asshole, like, <laughs> Dude, I'm joking. <laughs> it's like, okay, awkward laugh. <laughs> no, but really, but just know I have the same exact fears and it just. We're going to have fears. And as no one is ever ready. The rest of our lives. No one's know? ever ready. Yeah. Even when you, it's like, I, there's never, I don't know anyone who's like, I am absolutely ready for a baby. This like, is a good time. There's never a good time. There's never a good time. There's always going to be like something around the corner. Like, oh, well, it's Christmas. I don't want to have to like not drink wine on Christmas. I can't deal with my crazy family sober. Like, God, I haven't been to Coachella in like three years. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, there's, there's always, there's always something. So. Or stagecoach, whatever your vote is. <laughs> whatever, yeah. Um, but good luck too. I, I hope you. I hope you decide to have your second baby or to try to have one. Okay, since I'm here with my husband, um, but it, it feels weird to say husband. It feels like almost I don't know douchey. I don't know if it is or not. Since I'm here with Bo and we're on the topic of relationships, uh, marriage, dating, babies, all that type of stuff, we all know someone who has met their person on Match. I feel like Match is the place where people go when they're actually serious about like finding someone. Like when I hear stories of of people who have like been together for a while. They're like, oh yeah, we met on Match. And I think that that says a lot. Match believes the most important relationship is with yourself. So in a world where you can choose to do anything or anyone, <laughs> choose you first. Because dating someone who knows what they want and won't settle for less, well, that's sexy as hell. And Match's latest study of over 5,000 U.S. singles proves it. Okay, this is like really interesting because it says nearly 40% of singles say they feel more sexually empowered this year. Yeah, like totally. And when you think about it, you have to be in the best relationship with yourself to be good with somebody else. So like, I love this whole vibe. Be good for your to like to yourself. Be good for yourself. You don't need to be in a relationship. You don't even need to be dating. Like if you don't want to, cool. But like it's really hard to meet people out there. And if you go to match, like and you like if you're wanting to meet people and you're wanting to date, you're wanting to get in a relationship. Match kind of feels like the best place to go, safest place to go, most ideal. Everyone who's going there wants kind of the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So if you do you, you already know the best relationships show up when you show up for yourself first. There's never been a better time to try Match. Download the Match app today. Next question. Hi, Stassi. I am so happy you're back. I love listening to you and following you. I have been watching you from the beginning. And I'm just so happy for your life and where you're at. Uh, congratulations to you and your beautiful family. 
Um, I guess my question is just, um, I have one daughter as well, and she's three. And I just wanted to ask, between the ages of born and now, what would be your favorite moment in memory? And what would be the hardest moment in memory? I had a lot of up and downs, but obviously everything's amazing. But I just thought it would be cool to know the, the good and the bad, I guess. All right. Well, welcome back. We all missed you. And hopefully I'll get to hear this. Bye. Aww, thank you so much for that um, message. Um, like what's the fave, what's the, fa- our favorite memory since Harford's been born, like about her or just about parenting? Well, it could be a, a, the experience. Yeah. It, it could be anything. It's like what has been like the hardest because like, ev- like it truly, it it's the truth that like there are so many different stages in mm-hmm. a baby's life. And those stages, like I feel like happen every week. Like there is a new, Harvard is a new baby, a new kid every week and you I'm we're never prepared for what's next every time we think like oh it can't get harder it gets harder like but every but when it gets harder other things sometimes get easier like so it's it can be you can answer the question there are no rules on this podcast so thank god you don't you can answer it however you want to i've like this like kept me up at night like after hearing this one because i was like i like not sure exactly how to answer this like i feel like i like i'll start with like the worst and granted there's been a lot of hard moments because like i could go back to when i was trying when i was breastfeeding and how hard that how hard that was for me and like how painful it was, how much I tried, like I tried, like I didn't supply, like I couldn't make enough milk. So it was like constantly pumping. I, I felt isolated. I felt uh, like alone because instead of like waking up in the morning and going straight to Hartford, I would have to like sit there with this little machine on me for 20 minutes. And it just, that was just like a, a dark time. So like I can go back that far and be like, well, that was really hard. But I think the hardest part overall has been the like the fact that I have not I, I'm not I don't have any answers for anything. I'm like I feel like I'm constantly blindfolded and having to go through a maze like every time there's a new issue, whether now it's like Hartford's temper tantrums and how she she gets so angry and she reminds me of the fucking dark passenger and I see myself in her. And you would think like, I I should know how to handle this because like, I know what she's feeling right now. I've had those, those fits of anger where I, I cannot be reasoned with. And I, I look at her and I just like sob in, a, in the corner and I'm like, I don't know how to help her. It's, I think it's in, in that type of like feeling of like sadness and desperation that I feel for her. It was like just as bad as like how I felt breastfeeding. I feel like it's the hardest part is just that like I constantly don't know what to do. Like parenting literally is just like not ever having the answers. Like parents don't have the answers. and. That to me is like the hardest part. Which is kind of why like every friend, doctor and everyone, they give you so many different advice because every kid is different. Every th- where you're like, what? Can someone give me an answer? No, they can't. 
You just kind of have to figure it out on yourself. Like you said, you know, blindfolded in a maze. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the scary part. I have, I have like my highs are like, Oh, we do. Well, I just did low. Can you do your low? I'll do the low. So then I can. I think my low is, is myself is like my inner dialogue that goes on and like, with the fears of, you know, the way she's acting or the way I'm parenting, am I good enough? Like just that, that dark little person in your head, that's just going like nitpicking at everything you do, all your insecurities and then just like bringing them to light. Can you get specific about one? Just like fears is like, like, I guess, you know, is, is, um, I, there's, I mean, literally there's so, there's so many, like, am I, am I, am I paying a, a, enough attention to her? Am I teaching her enough? Like, am I, Am I doing, you know, more things like are there other parents that are doing more than I'm doing? Yeah. You know, it's like, is it OK that that I'm sleeping in late later or if or if she's at the park, you know, with with um, our, our, our nanny and, and I'm just like laying on the couch like, am, is that OK? Can I am, am yeah. I doing that or am I being a lazy dad? You know, but then it's like, no, it's like then there's that other part that's like, no, everything, you know, everything is fine. Parents You're, need you, breaks, you know, too. Yeah. Parents need breaks every now and then to lie on the couch or whatever it is that they want to do so that they still can maintain some sense of like sanity or like identity or just like anything because when your kid is around there is no there's there's no rest time like there's no rest time so I realize you didn't even ask me to make you feel better but I was just trying to make you feel better thank you um yeah. So I'll hold your hand oh, just a little bit. Thank Thanks. you. That's a loving embrace. Um, the best. This one's hard. This is the hardest. That like this is the hardest answer oh, yeah. because like the levels. It's the I've, the older she gets, the be- it feels like the better it gets. Like I never like the day she was born, I was like, it's not gonna ever get any better than this. Then the next day I was like, it got better. Then the next day, fuck, it's getting better. It's like the more she grows. Like I'm, I, I just, just watching her climb, be her, (laughs) do what she wants, having her own, like she has her own personality like that, like that to me has just been like the most magical thing. Like she's not just like a little blob anymore. She is like a personality in this house. Like she is another human being in this house that is like with so much energy and so many moods. So much energy. Like that to me is like the best part. Or yeah. and, and it's not like a specific memory because it's just it's it's just it's all it's all of it. It's like the moment she transitioned from blob to a person. That's <laughs> yeah. that to me is my best memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. I think, you know, I have just the ones that are coming to my mind is like you know, when she, it's like her phys, like the physical connect, connection that we have with each other where she'll like just run so fast towards me and I'll pick her up and then she'll like lay her head on my shoulder and like squeeze. And she does this little tap, tap rub on my back. And it's just like, that is just fills me up with like the most amount of love that like I could ever thought that, you know, I love you so much. But no, it's just no, that's it's just this 100%. total different love. And then just the fun times that I have with her, that we have with her, you know, the, the, the Lizzo and Taylor Swift dance parties are just my favorite and watching like her dance and like watch the videos and try to like do what they're doing, but imitate the moves, you know, and then all of a sudden after watching it, you know, 700 times in just 30 minutes, she starts to get 
some of the movies. It's just I, those are like the times that I'm like that I'm just I I love her. Yeah, it's just it's so sweet and cute and amazing and. She's just, you know, it's like, I want to get her into dance lessons now. I know. She's special as fuck. Damn, that kid is. Okay. Good answers. Good answers. Thanks. Next question. Hey, Stassi. First of all, I wanted to say I'm so happy you're back. I'm a huge fan of you and your podcast and everything. My question is about motherhood. I um, got married about three years ago and in three years had two kids. Before that, me and my boyfriend were together for a couple years and had a ton of fun and just lived our life. We're in L.A. And I kind of am having trouble finding myself again since being a mom. So my advice is how do you find and, you know, wrestle your identity as a mom with your identity as your own self outside of being a mom? Because I feel like I've lost that and I want to get it back to that. Anyhow, love you and can't wait to keep listening to your podcast. Okay, so I included this. I I love this question. And I included this also because I think that this also can pertain to anyone going through a shift in their life. Like you don't just have to um, become a parent in order to lose not to lose your identity. It's not losing your identity, but like to, to have your identity shift and be like, who am I? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like if you're listening and you're, you're not a parent and you're like, I can't relate to this. Like you can, like if you're transitioning out of college, um, into the world or like moving cities, like you're like, who there are thing main big things that happen in your life where you're like, I don't like, I need my sense of identity and I don't know what that is right now. And she was asking in terms of how, like, okay, how do you have your own identity or, or whatever after motherhood? And uh, I'm, my answer might be bleak. Like, I don't know that I, I don't know who I am anymore. Like, I don't. Like, and it's not just because of COVID. It's not just because of everything that happened in 2020. It's not just because of parenting. It's just like so much shifted that I still don't know what my, who I am and I'm still trying to figure it out. And uh, I've had to just like come to peace, which I'm still trying to come to peace with actually that like, I just don't know myself that well any right now. Like, and that's, that's okay. So like, I just tried to live every day, like the, like best person I can, but like while trying to be like happy and do things that make me happy. Like that's the only thing you can do. Like your identity, like, I mean, think about the things that like tie you up, like what that means. Is it your person, like what your personality is like? It's, it's, is it how you socialize? Is it the places you go, the clothes that you wear, the TV shows you watch, the hobbies that you have? Well, that all shifts as we age. I was just thinking that I was like, we, our identity changes constantly so much. Yeah. If it doesn't, that's very strange. I feel like, you yeah. know, so it's, it's. So maybe don't pigeonhole yourself into, or feel like you have to pigeonhole yourself into like having an identity. Like yeah. if you just like the way that I cope is literally like, I do what makes what my what I'm interested in and like what makes me happy in in the moment and if it like with obviously without like hurting people or whatever and and still having to be productive and do you know live out life but I think that that's 
that's it because I'm we're not the same people that we were before. And yeah, like, I have the same. Yeah, I have the same. I guess mindset of what you were saying because it was like what is my identity? Like, you know, once COVID opened up in the sense of Los Angeles, I'm like, my identity is who I used to be before COVID, before getting married and having a child, which is like going to hang out, socializing all the time, karaoke, you know, doing the bars, <laughs> all that fun stuff. And <laughs> what? Like, literally true. though, that the fact that like karaoke was the one specific thing yeah. that you said, karaoke was your identity like that is i'm hey you know it's a bust a move i can sing that song without even the lyrics and that was my go-to sunday nights at the belmont still happening Mm -hmm. and so when things started opening up and then you know i had the time to like go out like by myself again with my friends i was like that's this is my identity and then i would go out and i'm like god this this is like this is still fun but i'm so detached from it now that I'm, I haven't really seen anyone. I'm a father now. I'm, I'm, I'm married. And I, I just didn't have a lot of that, that connection, but my brain and like my brain and my thoughts was like, this is no, this is, this is, this is you, this is your identity. This is what you were before. And I'm like, no. And I would try to, you know, force it. I'm like, no, I'm going to, this is, this is my identity. And it just wasn't. And I didn't have the same type of conversations that I was having before. And I didn't have And I was like, okay, now I got to regroup because this isn't my identity. And now just trying to figure out what is going on, I'm changed. Here I am right now doing the certain things. Now I'm in a different new identity, you know? So it's like how you're saying you're doing the changes. We're both still figuring out our identities. And like, I was listening to a podcast recently and someone who said, uh, um, like, I, oh no, it was, it was Amanda. It was on my podcast. Not skinny, but not fat. Either I was listening to hers or she told me, I don't know. But she was like, I made it a point that like, when I like got pregnant, that I, that when I was gave birth, I was, my identity wasn't going to change. Like I was still going to be me, do the same things, all of that. And I was like, wow, like, that's really cool. Like, that's really awesome. But that doesn't mean that everyone has to be that way. Yeah. That, that doesn't like, it's okay. If your identity kind of shifted, like cool. If you can maintain the fact that like, like who you, who you were before, whatever it is that's happened to you, whether it's a child or moving or something like that, like awesome. Like that's great. But like, if you feel like you've like shifted and that's just like, not you, that's totally, that's kind of normal. That's kind of fine. Being single and like, go out with a bunch of girlfriends and, you know, get a little toasty and then like have that like night, like that time back when you were younger and before you were married, obviously don't like hook up with guys or anything, but go out, party it <laughs> up with the girls, get a hangover, have brunch with them, gossip to, like, you know, maybe that'll, it's not feel, as fun. Yeah. Little... That's the thing. I, and I, and I tried to like find my, I'm like, I'm going to go have some nights every now and then where like, I feel like my old self and it's, it's not as fun as it used it's to be. Not. That's it's what I was just not. That's what I was just saying. You know I was what like, my identity oh. is now? The couch. No. <laughs> I was going to say. The couch and the Kindle. The, the, the bed. Yeah. But like, I guess, yeah, the couch is actually like, I prefer the couch more than the bed. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Being at home. That's my identity. Like being comfort, like comfortable mm-hmm. at home with myself and my family is like, that's more my identity. Now, do I like to like get dressed up and go like to dinner? 100%. But like, can I be in my Uber by 9.30 p.m. at the latest? The latest. Okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> hey, Saucy. Um, 
I have been a fan for such a long time, but I just wanted to kind of get your advice on my daughter. I know you're a mommy, and I know Hartford is uh, still a baby, but um, I just need some mom-to-mom advice on on girls. I have a seven-year-old literally going on 17. She's just way above her time, but um, she is wanting to shave her legs. Yes, I know. Her friends are shaving their legs. Her friends are dyeing their hair, like adding blonde pieces and some low lights. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, they're so young. Um, But I guess my advice or your advice to me, um, what should I do? Should I allow my daughter to get her hair done? Um, should I allow her to shave her legs? Um, and I know she's still so young and I want her to be able to experience, uh, you know, this little time in her life and I don't want her to grow up too fast, but, um, do I let her fit in or do I just kind of keep her away from all that? So anyways, love you. Um, keep doing you. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Lots to unpack. Um, I'm just trying to think of what a seven-year-old. Yeah, the seven-year-old part of it is like throwing me off because that feels so young. Yeah, but it's like I don't – do I know a seven-year-old? What grade are seven-year-olds in? Second grade? First. First First-ish, maybe? No. 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 Kindergarten? You guys, I – First or second? Cut myself by accident with a razor to the point where I'm bleeding, like, and I notice it, like, literally, like, hours later when, like, my sweatpants are soaked in blood and I have to, like, put band-aid, like, clean it up with alcohol, put band-aids on. I do that at least once or twice a month. So I just feel like seven-year-olds probably shouldn't be handling razor blades like that i mean that just that like yeah does nair still exist i think it does my really fun fact so like when i asked to shave my legs for the first time i don't know why i went to my dad this is like not me but like i asked i think i was 10 he said absolutely not and i Argue, not argued like aggressively. Like I was, I was very um, attorney-ish. I like I have I've, I had lawyer vibes growing up. Like totally, <laughs> I just like presented my case for like this is why, and like it's embarrassing that like my legs are hairy and you like my, the hair is it's it's getting pulled by my pants that I'm wearing in school and it's really hurting and I'm getting all these like zits on my leg. <laughs> well, I can't what remember exactly that? what I said, but whatever I said swayed him to the point where he said, I will go out and get you Nair, but like, you're not, I'm not going to let you have like a razor blade. blade. Like it's too dangerous. And the Nair smelled so fucking bad, (laughs) literally so bad. Like it smells like, like just burning I feel like hair, I, I, I don't actually, know what that like smells like it's it's just dis- it's disgusting. Like the like the nineties, I would when I would go to like when my mom would get her hair done, you would walk into these places and it was like the most putrid smell. 
and they don't do, they don't do that anymore. But I just remember walking in like, okay, here I go. And it was like, whoa. And then you, once you're in there for like a good 15 minutes, you get used to it. But I feel like that's, that was probably the nair because they were doing all the legs yeah. back then or like their, their upper lips and things like that. Yeah. It's foul. Yeah. Um, but so like, even though it smelled bad, that was like the really, the, the smell has nothing to do with this, the story. Like it made like, it made me feel like, um, less self-conscious going to school and being around people. And like, I don't want Hartford to ever have to like go into the world feeling self-conscious about herself because like you don't thrive when you're self-conscious. And I always want her to feel confident. Like, and I I don't know what I'm going to do if she comes to us when she's seven years old and asks to do something like this. I to me that seem that feels she should come up to me because I'm going to say you're wearing sweatpants until you're 19 until you're out of this house. You don't get her. She is going to be just furry, furry. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. Wait for real. Well, not at seven. Yes. Like what age do you think that you would be okay with? I, I don't shaving her legs. I don't know. It's like I'm like just can we I. Don't know. I'm like, can you just wear jeans? But I feel like they're at school. They have like, like skirts and stuff. But what's but, worse? Like, I, I, I agree. Seven is I like way too young. young. Yeah. And like, that's disturbing that like, that's the time that we live in where like kids, literal kids, seven is it like the, the epitome like of a kid, like that age that they're having to think about shaving their legs and all that stuff. Like they shouldn't have to be thinking about that. But unfortunately, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. So given that, if Hartford came home and said she didn't fit in or she was being made fun of, she was being teased and you said no and you just had to throw her back out there at school yeah, to no, be you're teased. Right. You're like, right. No, I would I would shave her legs for her. I'd go buy I some hair. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, because, you know, what? I mean, kids, 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 kids are, can be mean. Kids are really mean. Like, yeah, really mean. The, and those, some, I can see some of those kids at the Halloween party were mean to me. Yeah, I got teased on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you talk about that on the show? I, I think uh, I yeah. did. No. No. Um, yeah. And I, I remember I got I got picked on so much in, in middle school and elementary school where it was like. Like horrible, which is another reason why I'm glad that I moved around so many times. So I got like a fresh start. From, yeah. But yeah, I think if she was made fun of and, you know, what if she had like really like. I like dark hair at seven or something, you she know, might. rather than light peach fuzz hair. That might be, she you might. Know. So yeah, I, I think, I think I would, but I think she would have to come home crying and not <laughs> just be like, I would, I need, I would need to see proof. Like I need to see like dried tears. I actually kind of agree with you. Rather than I, just I think being I like, like, mom, I'd... I want this. And I feel like she would yeah. deceive us. No. And unless I pick her up from school and there's, and I could tell she's been crying and not like trying to Ferris Bueller me. Then she can shave it until then fuck up. I think I would also need to like talk to her friends and talk to her friends' parents. I I, I feel like that's like kind of a it's thing. Like, let's have a party and I'm going to check no, all gonna, your friends' I'm legs. I'm 100% going to check all your friends' legs and I'm going to like <laughs> feel it out. <laughs> that yeah. so weird. But I'm going to like feel out the situation and I'm going to talk to the parents and be like, yo, is your kid shaving its legs? Because my kid just came home and said it needed to shave its legs. So um, yeah. we need to talk. Like what? what's the vibe? Is this like what people are doing nowadays? Like I maybe we can like you could like secretly shame the parents for doing that. So then they let their kids hair leg hair grow out. So then everyone's on the same boat. I mean, it's I, easier to shame a parent than the child. It's easier to shave a parent. Shame, 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 <laughs> oh. shame, shave, shave, shame. But <laughs> <Okay>. also, <laughs> shame or shave both. But also she's talking about like 
getting her hair color. I think hair color is great. Let him do it. At seven? You, sure, why not? I or, know. I say sure, or, why not too? Or you can buy those with those I little mean, like clip-on tracks where you can like dye those I, and get them like fun little colors. You know, it's like this is also why it's easy to have like like a punk rock kid because then you could just like they could wear whatever they want to. And it's like maybe they would like to have long hair, you know? No, I think and I think that like growing up is part of like even though it feels young to like seven, seven feels young, like growing up is like experimenting with like different things. And the I remember, oh, my gosh, going into limited to at the grocery. I mean, at the at the mall at Lakeside. Lakeside Mall in Metairie, Louisiana. And I would just be so excited to go to Limited too, so that I could get glitter eyeshadow, um, green mascara, like uh, shimmery, like lip gloss. And it's like with like a shade of purple. And like my parents let me fucking put that shit on. They let me walk because that that's who is it really harm? It, you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. It's just like weird because like when I see like kids or teenagers on Instagram and social media, I'm like, that's a teenager. Right. That I've, looks like like the hottest person I've like Victoria's Secret model I've ever seen. Like, what do you mean that's a teenager? So like I get scared that like they're just growing up too fast, too fast. But, you know, I think it's OK to to dabble one pink streak in your hair. Well, that's what I'm saying. Get those little the clip on like uh, the tracks that you can put on and you can just get different colors or you can get some blonde low lights or mid lights or things like that. Is a mid light a thing? I, I don't think so. No. Low light. Gosh. But also we might change our mind because it's like yeah, Harper's not even two yet. And it's like well, all of a sudden at like five, if she's like, I want to buy these Daisy Dukes, I'm going to be like, oh, no. Check the friend's legs and text the moms. Text the other moms. That's what I say. Then go from there. That's the advice. Good luck. Good luck. Okay. So we have one more question. This one is a surprise question that Lo has wanted to spring on us. So. So my husband of 11 years wants to try anal. And I pretty much bleed when I go poop. So I don't know how that's a possible thing. Um. What would you say, or if you don't have experience, what would you tell a friend about someone who wants to please their husband in that way, but their butthole is the size of a grain of salt? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's good. Okay. Listen. You should do this all the time. Just get surprised. I know we should do this. I like the surprise. I like the surprise question. Okay. First of all, the butthole the size of a grain of salt is that that needs to be that that needs to be on a a t-shirt. Yeah, one hundred percent. I okay. So just a little backstory on me. I backstory. I don't do anal. I've never done anal. And I, I, I have no shame in my no anal game. Okay. Literally. No, I am. Sounds like a good lyric. I get that. I could probably like, um, like, uh, I don't know, be bad. Like, I, I, I get that you probably want, like, 
maybe I don't know I don't know oh, I, I was like am I talking to her am I talking to you don't like, make eye contact with uh, okay. me pretend I'm not here well no I mean I know Bo I would be- want to do anal like because he makes jokes about it all the time so I make like jokes about it but like that means that you must really want it I don't really want it but I'm I like if it's you, happening my I, voice just cracked it's, <laughs> not, it's not, <laughs> I think <laughs> Wait, no because this is so awkward because every time someone's like I can't believe like that person puts up with um like the way like a, someone a girlfriend or or a wife or somebody's in their relationships acting oh yeah. but i was always like she must do anal and i'm like god he must really want to do anal but no, i'm like it's, it's it's probably because yeah. i won't let you i don't re- i've never really tried it's not like i because i like, said right off the bat probably on the first date yeah. i don't do anal yeah but i'll have eight kids with you <laughs> yeah seriously yeah i just think that like the thought I, I'm sorry, like the times that I've had to like use a suppository or, you know, th- that like has been traumatizing. So you have like three grain size like, butthole. Yeah. Like my <laughs> it's it's like a rice. It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a rice. it's like a grain of rice. Not is it like the sushi rice or like the like the Thai chicken fried rice type it, thing? Would, OK, nice. I don't know. But like it I just don't. And I understand like so a lot of my friends doing all and they're like you don't know what you're missing out on Stasi. like it's so amazing blah 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 I'm like and this is what I always have to say then why don't you do it all the time <laughs> that's good then why aren't you doing it all the time yeah why is it like a once a year thing like if it's so amazing for you why aren't you doing it all the time yeah and they're like because it keeps him in place I mean, I honestly feel like I, that's like the only reason I would like I get to to I don't fucking know. I don't know. Either. Listen, I, think, I look, don't know. But if you don't want anything going up your butt, you have the right to not. Yeah. OK, that's not something that like you have to do. There are other ways to like do something for your husband that's like outside of the normal way you guys are intimate. Like there's other ways than having to sacrifice your butthole like there there are. Or there's Google and you can find a way. Or you can say, you want me to stick something up my butthole? You go first. I'll do it to you first. No, you. I'll go first. No, yeah, like... Yeah, you as yeah. The, the question. And just start with something really thin, like like this pen I have, but like a soft one. <laughs> like Or like, you know, like those bendy, like the bendy thin rubber straws we have. So Harvard doesn't like chip a tooth or like... Don't get a straw because I feel like... That's but like, like try with no, something it, really easy on your husband's bum and see if he's even okay with that. Yeah. And then... See if he wants you to do anal. Also, just be like, d- poo poo comes out there. <laughs> like, poopy, <laughs> literal poop comes out of that spot. Oh, Y'all, I don't understand. Like, I, like, I, I get that, like, it feels good for, for some, some, but like, not me. I'm not doing it. And for her as well. And so if, she yeah, shouldn't do it. And, whatever like to each their own like i don't judge like i like, don't i just don't want to do it Yeah, but what if the guy says okay then you're in trouble oh yeah then you have to find a soft r- bendy straw to stick up your don't do the butt. straw do something else why because it's the straw it's like when harford had the, the farts and she was she was bloated we stuck the little baby straw thing and it no, like shoots we out wouldn't the farts. even do it so you don't want to we do wouldn't that. even do it but that's what i'm saying that's we what were it too, does we were you like know, we won't that would, we refuse we refused 
to I know, stick but that's what happens. the thing up there. So she she degas the wind, it's like the deflated. The the, yeah. The, the, yeah, so yeah, like the the mama Frida they look there's like, sex toys on on there's sex toys and information online that you could actually read about and try and listen if 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 you are just a little bit curious and and want to do it but like you're just too scared like go like find a podcast where someone talks about anal because there are people who talk about how they love it but i will ask them again but then why don't you do it all the time why is it just like a once a year thing but that's a great (laughs) question (laughs) (laughs) okay wow that was I, a good one to end on. Yeah, my face is burning. Loved it. Awkwardness. Bo's never going to have anal. Um, For me or you. Nope. Unless I died. And, and then, then you had to find a stepmom for Hartford and that heart mo- that stepmom likes anal. Jesus, you are just wacky. So maybe you'll have, maybe you'll, maybe at some point in your life. But like. Maybe. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you uh, for listening to this week's episode. If you want to call in for future episodes, the number is 866-844-666-SUWS. And let me also remind you that if you leave this voicemail, you have to be okay with whatever is on there coming out on air. So like if you don't want people's names in it or things like that, then do not send that voicemail because you cannot take it back once it's out there. And if you also want to watch this podcast instead of listen to it, you can also watch that on our Patreon. Again, patreon.com slash Stassi. And if you would like to, if you if you made it to the end of this episode, thank you so much. And I um, would also like to have one more request. God, it's really hard doing all this shit at the end. Like where you're like, you know, you have to like do all the things. I should get a teleprompter for you and just. No, I can remember them. It's just like, well, you know, sometimes if you could go and subscribe, rate. Yeah. And I forgot the other one. Review my podcast straight up with Stasi. That would it would I would appreciate it so so much it's very helpful everyone's been coming at me being like no like it's like really helpful if like people do that for you so that would really well, help should, me I'm out i'm gonna go do it thank you go i'm gonna just talk about that go that, rate review subscribe that guest bow you had on there and just yeah. give him a five star four and a half you can get five i'll get four and a half ladies and gentlemen my husband Bo clark any last words no have a great week bye, bye.